All right, without you, you know, it's time for us to get talking, get the conversation right, get the conversation going. This is the conversation on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. My name is Olua Kayode, and we're here not just to talk, but to find solutions. Now, the government, policymakers, pressure groups, social commentators, all attempt to address the economic challenges from different angles, reviews, analysis, uh, accusations, and counter-accusations. Some condemn, others praise. But at all the time, we hear economic jargons like GDP, CPI, lending rates, interest rate per capital index, mostly economic indicators that describe the direction of the economy, be it bullish or bearish. I'm not an economist uh, or an economic expert, but as a citizen, an ordinary Nigerian citizen, I know um, I do not care about these terms. All I want is cheap quality available products all i want is a good life all i want is a safe society and nothing less every day we dress up drink water and uh, very importantly eat bread so today we have brought three individuals whose roles influence and uh, are influenced by the indicators earlier mentioned people who play a major role in the economy particularly microeconomy People I call the last players in the value chain. My guests this morning are Comrade Olusoya Omosoya, the National Ge- uh, Organizing Secretary, Textile Garment and Tailoring Senior Staff Association of Nigeria, uh, Egberi Odiri Maxson, the National President of Water Producers Association of Nigeria, and uh, Mr. Onora Emmanuel, President, Premium Bread Makers Association of Nigeria. Gentlemen, I say good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, and thank you for having me, uh, Kadi, and thank you, um, uh, good morning, listeners. All right, great, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we hope that by the time we're done, we would have extracted enough from you to um, generate some certain level of response that is required. Now, looking at what we have with us today uh let me first of all start with mr egberi or Diri um maxon are you with us well i think i just lost him there again um he is the president of the water producers association of nigeria i was just going to find out from him if because he's a reverse man, that makes him more qualified to be the president of water producers. But we will get him to, to the st- uh, back online. Uh, he's joining us virtually and uh, we will be able to hear from him as we continue with the uh, conversation. So, well, um, let's get to know you better. First of all, what role does your organization play in the in the sphere of things right here um, well, um good morning once more um you have introduced me let me just do it again uh, yeah. um engineer honor Emmanuel. i'm the president of uh, premium bread makers association of nigeria mm. um i lead more than thirty thousand uh, bakeries across the length and breadth of nigeria for you to be called uh, a premium be- um, a bread maker there are minimum standards you must uh, meet for you to be premium. First mm. off is that you must have a known address. You must have a telephone number. You must um, you must uh, abide by all 
in-country regulation, all extant uh, NAVDAC rules as it, as it, as it affects uh, food and um, um, beverage in Nigeria, especially for the bakery subsector of the of the food making industry. Okay. So um, you must you must you must abide by our own dictate as an association because we came together to say, okay, what do we want to do differently to produce quality bread for Nigerians so that they ingest and don't have health complications to mm. produce good bread, no matter the condition you find yourself, you know, you produce and churn out quality products for Nigerians to mm. nourish them, to okay. ensure that they are, um, that they eat it and uh, are very, very okay. And they always want to come back for more. Exactly. All right. Perfect. Great. So, and uh, the textile garments, what, what, what is your association about? I see senior staff. Is there another ASU strike we're looking at? Let, let's hear from you. <laughs> uh, thank you very much and good morning to the people listening to us. Uh, my name is Comrade Ulusia Mosia, the National Organizing Secretary for Textile Garments and Tailoring Senior Staff Association of Nigeria. Now, the association as a whole, it encompasses the whole of senior staff in the textile industry and not only te- in the textile industry alone. Uh, we are talking about those in the garment sector and those in the tailoring sector as well. So it's an embodiment of these three bodies that come together to form the association. All right, great. So that means that I'm right to say you are the... You have that interface with the consumer. Yes. And a lot of the backlash comes back at you. Yes, yes. Now, uh, I think we have uh, uh, Mr. Egberio Diri Maxin back on with us. Good morning to you once again. Good morning, sir. Great, great. And uh, before we reconnected with you, I'm saying that you are currently in Rivers, right? That's where you're based. Yes. And I'm wondering that, is there any connection between you being a reverse man and being the president of Water Producer Association of Nigeria? You know, reverse. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, no, no. There's no connection like that. Ah, okay. All right. Okay, then. So, I thought you, maybe because you you, are, you, are, you have constant flow of river and water affiliation, then you it's easy to become the president. I was just going to relocate to that area too so I can contest. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, let's hear about your association. What is that association made up of? How many members? What do you do? What are your regulations in, a, in like a short, short time? Okay, um, Water Producers Association of Nigeria uh, is a, as an association that regulates uh, water factories. It has self-regulation uh, of the water, of the private water sector in Nigeria. And we have our membership across all states. Um, the basically, uh, the primary aim of the association is uh, to put the public uh, health sector into consideration. We are more interested in what uh, we give out to the public. The public first come into our minds before uh, our members. Because uh, we are dealing with health issues here. Uh, what I, they said is life, and uh, we consider the lives of the public. And for you to be a member, you must uh, have gone through the necessary uh, regulatory procedures as stipulated by the uh, federal government. That is the federal government agency, which uh, 
uh, you have to do with NAVDAC. You have to have your CAC, you have to have your trademark. Then NAVDAC has to come to your facilities to look at your facilities, mm. uh, test your water, they give you approval. Also, we are not throwing out uh, the... Okay. Okay, we've just lost the, him there for a minute. The, states, uh, state also have, uh, the state also has uh, uh, other regulations to, to also protect their residents. So we, we basically we are more concerned about the public. All right. So how many, on the average, how many members do you have since you have membership across board? And is it is it limited to any kind of water production or boat table and uh, a bottled water and sachet water or are there differences? Uh, all water, whether the sachet, bottle or dispenser, Dispense, are all table okay. water. All right. They are classified as table water. So you have the sachet, the bottle and the dispenser. So mm. it's not limited to only one section. Mm. It's been cut across all sections. All right. Okay. But for now, we don't have mineral water in Nigeria, so <laughs> we are waiting for mineral water to be introduced in Nigeria. Wow. That okay. But I, though I laugh, that is quite an eye opener because we, when a lot of people call some of this table water mineral water, what when you say we don't have mineral water, what does it take to have mineral water? What is mineral water? We can do that in a very the short water, uh, space of time. The mineral water are waters that have different uh, uh, different flavor. You have the pineapple flavor, the banana flavor, and all the rest of that. So it uh, is now behoves on you which one you want to take at that moment that tastes your, that t- that tickles your fancy. Mm. So, but for now we have not uh, uh, developed to that standard to have those uh, uh, products here in Nigeria. But we are looking out for it. We are working that. Uh, modalities to make sure that we introduce that into Nigeria. Okay, so since you're here with you now, let's continue this with you. Water is currently getting more expensive. There was a time uh, water was sold at some part of Lagos at a bag of sachet water was sold for around uh, 200. A lot of clamor here and there, then it went back to 150. But there are areas where the bag still goes for 200 and I've heard it goes beyond that in some areas as well. Why is water, which is so accessible to us, so expensive? What is going on? Okay, um, all over the world, water is the most expensive commodity. Mm. If I would put it that way, it's uh, it's at this part of the world we don't value water because we have asset, we have excess of uh, waste water. So that is why we don't value it. We call it common water. And when people tell me that water na water, I will just uh, I just looked at them and laugh and I said, if water is water, why don't you take water from the drainage and start drinking? Mm. Water is not water. So water basically is supposed to be the most expensive commodity. Uh, but here in Nigeria, we who are at the private sector, we are going beyond our uh, capacity to make sure that. We have portable drinking water to every Nigerian at an affordable rate. You know, and as an investor, you invest also to make profit. So, and everything we use, everything we use for our water production are all imported. They are not sourced locally. They are all imported. The sachet water, you see that cellophane where you just uh, bust it and drink and throw it away. Nothing is imported from India. Wow. 
So we, 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 don't, we don't produce any of that here or we can't produce it here. Why is it important? We can't produce. We can't produce because the technology to produce that cellophane for food grade, food grade material lies with India. And India has refused to give that technology to anybody. So are you saying the whole world is producing India, from India? Yes. Any country that is producing sachet water buys the raw material for that cellophane from India. Okay. So, you see, the, is okay. the, and the cost of uh, dollar now, and these people who import this material from foreign countries into Nigeria, that we go and buy from them, they don't source their dollar from CBN. They source from the local market, the black market. And this is what is also adding to the cost of our production that is making water also to go high. And now come the big one, the diesel. Mm. It's not becoming uh, a gold. You have to start mining for it before you get it. And if you don't get a good one, you become a regular color to your mechanic. And it also adds also to your cost of uh, uh, expenses. So uh, we, we are not doing it because we want to punish the masses or we want to paint any government uh, black. No, we are doing it because the thing is also affecting our investment. And if we decide to cut corners, the public will suffer because every year and there you start running to the hospital, typhoid, malaria, cancer, and all the rest of that. It might, it might shock you. Uh, water also, uh, water that is stored under direct sunlight, especially the sachet water yes. that is stored under sunlight by these retailers or supermarkets, causes traces of cancer when you start taking them. Hmm. Wow. So we have a high rate of cancer in Nigeria. Do we eat big food like the foreigners? No, we don't eat uh, big, uh, half big food. But so are you saying there are poor... Okay, we'll come back to that, the cancer-related issues. You tell us a lot more about that, but let's come to premium bread. I'm so particular about bread because <laughs> if you know me, you know how much of bread I eat. I was so shocked when I went to the near, nearby uh, kiosk and wanted to pick up bread. And the guys told me one bread was now 1,000. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. no, no, normal bread, 1,000 naira. Then, you know, I reduced it. I, there's this bread that I normally will buy for, is it 800? Now it's going to 850. And I like, people are still reasonable at least. But suddenly I realized that it wasn't as weighty as it, <laughs> as it used to be. So it's like, I'm cutting between go back to, going back to my 1,000 naira and, you know. So with the bread, what is going on? I mean, <sighs> What is going on with bread? Um, well, it's uh, it's very tough for us as bread makers. You know, it's a tale of woes, really. Uh, what we don't do in premium bread makers is to shirk uh, our weights. To our quality is always constant. We would rather do a, a, a just um, some adjustment to our price than touch our quality because it is very sacrosanct for us. Let me take you. We had a for these. With round of services yeah. with our sister association, the Association of Master Bakers and Caterers of Nigeria. Um, it lasted for four days and we started work just on the 25th here. Before we started work, flour, um, which is our 65, constitutes about 65% of our ingredients, mm. was going for 28,000. Um, As I speak with you, between per, what, what's that, what quantity is that? 50 kg. 50 pack, kg. Bag, bag, okay? Okay. Now, from 25th. 25th of July to today, 
Flower has added 2,000 Naira. That is post um, withdrawal of services. Sugar has added. Sugar was going for 28,000. It's now 30,000. So in places you get 30,500 30, depending on where you are sourcing from. Okay. Now, flavor, which was 9,000, has increased by um, um, 1,000 to 10,000 Naira. Milk is going for as much as 80,000 for the ones that we're using. Salt increased from, from 5,500 to 6,000 Naira. Yeast increased from 21,000 to 23,000. Improver increased from 6,500 to 8,500 okay. all in one okay. week. Okay, okay. So, so, so I can read it on. So, wait, 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 please, all right, let, let, let's look at this. So, it means that you're coming back from your withdrawal, withdrawal service with increased price. Yes, we did. Marginal adjustment, not even increase. We just adjusted the price. We didn't increase price. We didn't. We adjusted our price. You couldn't increase the price. You only so, adjusted yes, the price. Yes, if we do an increase, I'm telling you, we put as much as in premium bread makers, we did just a 10%. Um, um, 10%. Yes, 10%. And what was it? On the big one, you know we have the big pack sizes yes. that we call the jumbo size. Mm -hmm. Those ones are the ones that weigh about 1.5 kg. Okay, we added 100. 1.5 gram or kg? No, no, 1.5 kg. kg. It's very, yeah. very heavy, yes. Okay. Yes, it is. It is very, very heavy. And I've been and then, eating a lot. Yes, no one I'm then, getting with. Then those ones are the big ones. We have three brands of those. We added 100 naira to those ones. Then the sliced bread, we have the sliced bread. We added 50 naira to it. And then for the smaller sizes, because we've not done any adjustment to that in about um, six months or thereabout, we've been bearing the cost using the margins on the big one to carry those ones. We added four, four, um, 40 naira to it. So we just did that adjustment. We have not even recovered from it. In On the 25th today, we've incurred so much addition to our cost. You know, and you know what the consequences of this are going to be. It's going to be very, very... Um, it's going to be very dire for us as 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 industry and as business owners if we don't react to what has what is happening because we are no father christmas like he alluded to the water uh, the water uh, man alluded to yeah we run look we run diesel we you know there's no public electricity in this country it's mm. comatose it's virtually non-existent mm. so we use diesel in almost all what we do let me tell you this. Because of the nature of Nigeria, when they are designing our our oven, in other parts of the world, they do electric oven. But here, they use diesel power because they know we don't have a public electricity. So you use the diesel eh, to burn, to power the, 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 the burners that heat the, the oven. You use it for your logistics, for your vehicles. As premium bread makers, we do a lot of uh, deliveries to our members. And then very very critically too we use it to run our gen sets our generators mm. in my in my own bakery i have two um, standard 100 kva generators that are running 24 hours because even when the public electricity come most often than not we do uh, it's three phase our equipment are three phase not single phase mm. it cannot power the one of the phases always down you know so wow. it's a tale of woes for us and in all of these costs i'm telling you nylon costs too food grade nylon that we are using too so is it the same kind of food grade nylon that uh the water yes, is using um, well ours is not sourced from india okay. you understand me? but it is full grade because you can't use any any um, any, um, any um, nylon to bag your bread mm. so it is full grade so in all of this as premium bread makers let me just tell you this now today on that jumbo size bread look we are losing Without diesel costs, uh, without cost of nylon, we are losing 68 naira 48 cobble. 
on, on the small bread. on the on yes on, on the on the uh, be, 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 jumbo size bread mm. 68 naira 44 kobo on the small uh, be, the uh, be sliced the bread one, yeah. it is 41 naira 6 kobo now if you do your mathematics that's bring, over 100 naira bring in bring in naira. nylon for the big for the big one the nylon goes for 24 naira for a per bread bag if you add it to this 66 naira plus you are talking about it is something naira. then the cost of diesel for the big bread to bake one batch is 1371 naira if you break it down per bread it is 22 naira 85 kobo add it to that it's something naira. so you are already on the net loss of so, 800 and something so okay naira for the big let, one. Let, let me get this straight now so already are you saying bakers are running at a loss big right now big time if i show you okay if i show you my statement of this year you will pity me you know what we do inadvertently without knowing is that we are subsidizing our businesses if you don't have something doing that's why you see businesses closing in between um between um we used to be more than thirty thousand, but more than five thousand of us had closed and more are still going to close most people are operating at um, um reduced capacity i was doing if i tell you what i was doing for i had 150 staffs before now but because of the dire situation and because of the dire straight we are facing in my own bakery i had to drop staff to 45 45 workers wait, unfortunately wait, wait, a, wait a minute from 150 i dropped to 45. A, a 105 workers that's over 60 percent over you understand and i feel for them I, when i was trying to do that i was about shedding tears Myself and uh, my partner, my wife, we called the workers, the one we needed to pay off. We, 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 we begged each and every one of them. And you know the consequences of this on an already overstretched strained, um, um, uh, unemployment market. If you, if you look at the people that are going into the unemployment market, if you are not careful, it will exacerbate the current insecurity you are wow. facing. So it's, okay. And even the 45 or thereabout that I have now, you understand, it's still pulling me because I have to get money from other sources to be able to pay. Mm. Let me tell you this. Normally, I was paying salaries on the 25th before. Because of the dire strait we are facing, we had to move it to 30 because... You can you have to gather money from anywhere to pay, and it's not only me. It's not peculiar to only me. To all it's my all members, wow. and we are wow. to say okay, today now, today what's today's date? Today sixth. is sixth. I've not paid my staff. Is it fair on them? I've not. It's not because I don't want to, but because I've not been able to gather the money. So maybe by Monday I will look for money, set for money everywhere, gather and try and pay them because right. a laborer deserve it of his is or her wages. wages. Yeah. It's All a right. crime that you are not paying your workers paying as we'll, when due. We'll come back to you. There are so many questions now with bread because I can't afford bread leaving the the the, the kiosks. I don't know what I'll rely on. That is, the, I'm, all, I'm easily told that. I'm afraid to get you the bread not in my money. If, <laughs> if they want to get you, get you through bread. Bread and anyway, let me not talk about myself here. We, we've heard about water. We've heard about bread. And we're looking at basic things that the average Nigerian consumes every single day. You cannot just take any kind of water. At least the least you can go to in Nigeria now is sachet water. Mm-hmm. Because you might say bottled water is expensive. You can't just drink water from the tap. You don't. Which tap do you even have? It's, it's a borehole. It's not treated and all that. And bread is like the easiest thing you can easily eat. Grab I remember, go. grab and go. Is I remember go? when we were younger, then you used to hear about uh, Ani Konkiri, bread and beans, and you're ah, done for the day. And, yes. You know, <laughs> you know <high laughs> just yes. water the rest of the day. But if that again is expensive. Hi. Now, Nigerians, no matter our condition or situation, we always look for a way to celebrate. So either we're going for one naming ceremony or something, or we're going to church on Sunday and want to appear before Christ well. And, and all that 
So textile, what's the what's going on in the textile industry? Oh, thank you very much. I'll say the textile industry, as we all know, at one point in time or the other, it's the second largest employer of labor mm. in Nigeria. But as of today, it's not even ranked among the first ten. Wow. Largest employer of labor. As of today. As of today. Because of the rates in which we've not improved on our research and development as a country. If we don't improve on our research and development as a country, it affects the employability in this sector. Mm. And, and nobody can just dive into the uh, textile industry without having a full knowledge of what it takes to operate the machines. That's number one. And number two is that uh, the cost of production is not the same as it used to be before. As a result you are not affected by the dollars because you, 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 most of your things are gotten from the ground here. No, 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 no. We are really affected, critically affected. How is that? Most of our products comes from overseas. <laughs> you don't get them in Nigeria again because the cotton, which is our major base as a country, we can't source for it in Nigeria again because of the insecurity level of the country. Okay. So we have to diversify and look, look for means of getting these products from outside the country. And for you to get it, it's a great problem. Uh, transporting it from overs down to Nigeria may take you less than a month. But getting it up from the ports to the point of consumption or usage takes you nothing less than three months. How is the wait? Wait, from the, wait, are you saying moving it from like the ports to Niger or from Nigerian ports? Yes, to where? Where to the point of designate? An example, give me an example. Apapa, let me use Apapa as an example. Yes, from our ports to Apapa, from our port in Apapa, yes, to uh, a to warehouse in Apapa. in Apapa, yes, it will take you less about three months. Why is to that? Get it out one because of the policies and laid down principles by these uh customs and the likes clearing and everything and coupled with the congestion at the ports so these are the factors that makes it takes time for them to get their products to the point of use and most of our companies now what they do is that the product they don't use for next year they'll start sourcing for, for it now wow a year ahead a year ahead so as to be able to meet up with their targets and plans. If they don't do this, then the company will shut down. Because one, our machine has to run 24 hours a day. Because shutting down for one minute, it takes about 2-3 hours for it to meet up its capacity. Mm. So there's a wasted, there's a loss. So if these are not in place, then there's a problem. Okay, so I'm just... so. Every sector has different layers of issues. One of your major problems now is the port. In addition to the insecurity that is preventing the easy sourcing of cotton. So which means now that you're, and your, your sector seems to be one that is all encompassing. It works with a lot of people at different sectors. So it means the farmers there, if you cannot source cotton at that space, what it means is that the farmers there are not making money. And for how long has this been going on? This has been going long, 
on for a very long time. Not one year, not two years, not three years. It's over 10 years that this problem has been in existence. And you know, textile industry, uh, if you want to get the best quality, it has to be from pure cutting, hmm. not the one mixed with polyester or anything. Yeah. So once you have a pure cutting material, you are good to go. And do you get the pure cutting from outside Nigeria? Compared to us, quality-wise? Quality-wise, I can say uh, maybe 95%. But we just have to adapt and make use of what is available. Mm. Because once the available is not there, what is preferable is what you use. Mm. If the preferable is it's not, not there, there, what is available is what you use. Is what you use. Mm. So those are the problems we are facing in this sector. And also, like uh, my senior colleagues have said, uh, the aspect of power also is another great challenge because we depend solely on gas and diesel. And these two are great factors. Most of the mills that we have today, they are running, when they are supposed to run three shifts, they are running either one shift or two shifts just to ensure that they meet up with production. So there's wastage in terms of time. There is a um time resources, resources energy and what's more because you're doing more by achieving less you're still paying the same people yes. who are supposed to supervise three shifts but now they're supervising two shifts and their salary is not gone down and the company is still producing less and uh okay with all this that is happening and uh mr uh maxin i pl- join me here with all this that is happening how has it been um with taxes do the tax you know uh institutes or the the irs services the tax services do they understand what you're going through uh yeah yeah for well for us uh, you know um for those of us that are based um we do our we we do our firs that's our federal mm. taxes and, yeah. and then you do the state for those of us in Lagos, mm-hmm. the LIRS and the, for, the, for the federal yeah. is um, um, FIRS. FIRS, yes. The truth is, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, the truth is the government is looking for money, money left, right, center. So they don't care whether they're making profits? No, they, no. they don't. To be very honest, maybe the only exception I will say to some extent is Lagos State. Mm. Through their Lagos State employability scheme, okay. you know, they give out loans and uh, grants to small businesses post-covid mm. you know okay. and not everybody has gotten you know but at least they are doing something mm. but from the federal side they are not getting any support whatsoever yeah, I, I ask this because i remember a colleague that just relocated to uh the uk yeah. said that you know when he got there all the what is happening there's a group global crisis we all know that and it was like there was this gas cut in the uk where they were funds money they've paid was were refunded to them so i'm just wondering with all what is going on now as lirs firs are they did you understand are they giving you any leeway to say, okay uh let's target this or do that tax ref- tax tax ref- tax returns mm. I mean, not, not necessarily not just i mean in terms of you know um support or you know giving you flexibility in certain areas have there been any policy in that area to help you out for the bread making industry for the premium none that i know and uh, you understand none that i know because even their their timelines are very tight you understand uh, you must file it by march 
you know, you must file it by... So there, are, there are no allowances. The only time we had allowances was, I think, 2000 after the COVID, after we yeah, opened up COVID 2020. Yeah. After then, now nothing. In every climb, globally, and the Western world, of course, if you travel, you know this. Small businesses, minor and small businesses, MSMEs, mm. are the fulcrum of growth. They drive the economy because you know they are peasants. Mm. This guy takes twenty workers. This guy yeah, takes. They are the micro. So they, before you know yeah. it, you aggregate and it becomes something substantial. Mm -hmm. But in this part of the world, you know they stifle them. The loans that are even meant for Smedan by the CBM, who do they give those loans to? We must begin to call out our government those officials. Those are questions that we should. We ask. must begin. Look, Nigerians don't call out enough. People are too. Um, people are too afraid to call out these people we must call out the government that is why they are there we must call them out what is this money meant for we've been asking questions mm. in my association we've written to bank of industry nobody has replied us we have written to navdac look at this navdac charges 154,000 naira for penalty for a pack size certificate the certificate normally you go and do to begin you understand for a mm. pack size is 30,000 naira now you you default listen oh you default you know you default um, on, on it nobody prompts you normally like auto rate maybe two weeks to one month to mm. tell you ah your license yeah, is about yeah. expiring now that doesn't do that and the next thing you are going to re to 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 renew after renewing at that point you want to pay they say you are going to pay one fifty four thousand. We had written in Premium Breadmakers Association of Nigeria. We are written to um, a prof the, the DD yes. that three times nobody has answered us. What kind of impunity is that? What kind of people are we that people that we are supposed to service, we are not servicing them? You understand? Mm. And the media must begin to help us to call out these government agencies because they are there, they are being paid to work for people. You can't say you are NAVDAC and you are charging 154 as penalty for something you're supposed to pay 30,000 yeah. on. So I think, are you I being think, punitive or what? I think this is the right time, right? It's oh, it's normal for agencies to charge, but the people you are regulating, when they write to you, you have the responsibility to address them. So we're using this opportunity to call out Professor Moji Christiana Adeyeye. I wanted to call out your full name, not just Professor Adeyeye. Professor Moji Christiana Adeyeye and the NAVDAC team we the bread consumers we are speaking on behalf of the premium bread makers association, makers association and other people that are yeah. written to you do address them and uh, i think it's actually a problem we have in nigeria when we're in positions we don't we we take up that role like uh we don't really interact with the people we are regulating regulating to us it's uh is more punitive than getting solutions um le let's go to rivers and take some water there uh what I like you to let us know. Yes, we are facing challenges. We're facing issues because we are calling our government now. And uh, Mr. Maxson, is it is it possible that some people in the system are taking advantage of the challenges that the country is going through and the seeming aloofness of the government to monitor uh, sectors? Because you're talking about water and the astronomical cost of this getting this sachet you uh the bread makers the premium bread makers just talked about within two weeks having a two thousand error increment in about three of the ingredients or elements that are used two thousand each that is ten thousand alone who will bear that cost so all these things i'd like you to look at it uh mr maxson when we come back from this short break you take a look at this let us know in your view is it possible that some people are taking 
advantage of this. This is Lagos Talks, 91.3 FM. The conversation. Join this conversation via WhatsApp on 0809-234-5913. Let's keep talking. All right, so welcome back to the studio. This is Lagos Talks 91.3 FM, and the program is The Conversation. We're having this talk about, uh, uh, you know, the end user. What are we really benefiting? Uh, The impact of the economy on the final consumer. We have a lot to say. I talk a lot about bread because I love bread, but... There are so many things you like. Rice, uh, you know, tomato ketchup. A lot of people cannot eat uh, uh, liam frites, like we call it, um, uh, French fries. You can't eat that again because, you know, getting all these things wrong. So we're coming back to you. Let's do deal with the basics, what we cannot do without every day. You must wear something on your body, you know. And if you're saying there's a ban on importation of secondhand goods, then it means the textile industry must function. If you're saying there's a, uh, uh, we need to consume what we produce, then the bread uh, must function. And even without any policy, we must have water to drink. So if you're not providing portable water for us through the taps, and we have an association that is doing that, we do not have a choice but to support. Now, coming to you, um, uh, Mr. Maxson, is it possible, or do you see any um, conspiracy by some people to take advantage of what is going on in the country and making it more difficult for associations like yours to survive and provide the basic necessity, which is water? Yes, um, I would say there's the conspiracy uh, of the highest order. Mm. Now, uh, last year we were hit with the so-called uh, uh, tax duty on non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah. And what's so shocking, water was included. Mm. And <laughs> I raised the alarm in that meeting. Okay. That's why will the government want to tax uh, water when all the uh, raw materials we use in producing water are all imported and they've collected the import duty and all the rest of that. Mm. That if they should go on with that plan, that the sachet of water will go as hard. Mm. Hello. Oh, I think we're losing that connection there. Uh, well, all the way from Rivers, thank you for joining us. Okay, you're back. Hello? Are you with me? Yeah, who are you? You're saying if that tax is introduced, that the cost of water will go up to how much? A sachet water will go, go as high as 15 era per sachet. Wow. 15 era per sachet. So I raise alarm. And other sectors that were represented in that meeting forgot about their own sector. I was not supporting my own view. <laughs> that that means they are going to kill everyone. And then I told the finance representative, the Minister of Finance, and that of the uh, custom, who were flagging this uh, kite, that they are not talking about the interest of Nigeria. Rather, they are trying to enhance uh, revenue to run 2023 election. Hmm. And that if they should go on with that plan, which was supposed to kick off January this year, that they are going to receive a mass revolt from the public, and especially us. So that we did not hear from them again. I think they shared that idea. Okay. 
Now, when my comrade there was talking about NAVDAC, you see, NAVDAC has left regulatory rule mm-hmm. into revenue generation since the administration of this uh, government came into being. Mm. Every agencies that are supposed to be involved in regulating are now focusing on revenue generation. Like he said, he has written, we on our own has also written Wow. Registration for water before was 15,000 uh, 15, and 20,000 respectively for the bottle. But now it's as high as 81,000 naira. If you want to register sachets. Something that was 15,000 naira is now 81,000 plus that. Then you now talk about the bottle, which is now uh, almost 100 or something thousand. Then you have to pay for the extra pack sizes. And talking about the late renewal fine, I keep telling people until we start dragging some people for what they are supposed to do that they are not doing. You can't give me listing paper as a listing license or a listing document that I have been listed that I can produce. And you are telling me to renew it every every two years. It's illegal. What I'm supposed to renew is certificate. NAVDAC has not given any of us registration certificate. They keep giving us listening paper. And when you give listening paper, you are not to renew it. Let, let me ask it this question. And, and, it goes to, and it goes to the pre, pre, premium bread makers as well. When you're doing this renewal, does NAVDAC come for any further testing to confirm that you're still meeting up with the standards or you just go there to pay? What happens? No, no, no. To be very honest, they come. They, they come for they thorough do, inspection. They, do. they come. Okay. They do. They do their inspection. They do their due diligence. You must bring your uh, water certificate analysis. They come and look at your hygiene level, your um, uh, HSSC, that's your health safe, safety, security, and mm. environmental um, um, uh, setup in your uh, this thing. How you are doing your food handler stairs? How are you looking after? So they look at everything. Gen- yeah, they look at. They come. Okay. They come. All right. Okay, so wrap up for us. Uh, and uh, so, what about the price? Is it normal that this price is? going up this much or is there any other thing happening within the market that you feel government should look at because what we're the purpose of this interview is to look for the source of this problem from governments to any other uh, area where it's coming from yeah for the price to come down now we have advocated that the government at the federal level should give import uh, waiver to the importers of these raw materials that are used Mm. okay we seem to have lost him there but let's come to you let's come to the studio uh mr honora let's come to you now what is happening in your sector how is that working uh is there any conspiracy going on from the area of the government or any other area that is preventing your the bread sector to thrive yeah, um, there are things. There are there are in in our in, in, if you look at the press release during our withdrawal of services, we made five point demands, and for us, very critical is the fact that you know yes, the the truth is how many millers do we have in Nigeria. Hmm. You know, if you are not careful, if you don't have enough of them, you know maybe you may have a monopolistic market or a duopolistic. How many market. do we have? For we were having three before and one in supply. But now, uh, one of them is now the, one of the big ones. I've bought 
the Nigerian own. So <laughs> maybe we are saying we are having two and a half. Okay. So we have so, two million companies in Nigeria. So who, 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 companies. And what are the origins of this? Are they Nigerian? No, companies? no, no. I think um, Greece and uh, Switzerland. Uh, the Nigerian own have been swallowed by the big boys from Greece. And, okay, uh, so we'll, let's understand this. So we have 36 states. And Abuja. Six, yeah, and Abuja. We have six geopolitical zones. Yeah. And we have about 200 million people. More than. And only two meals. Two and a half. Two, <laughs> two and a half meals. Servicing this. Are servicing these two. So that means about one meal or one and a half or one and a quarter to 100 million people. So you can see why we are facing what we are facing and I, I, I must call on the media you must begin to call out these millers and the sugar refiners you know people don't just sit down for us as bakers they before they even do anything nobody informs us the millers they just throw it at you when you talk they say you are not their distributor you know they have their mm. distributors that we are the end users and we made representations severally look you get to give us this so that we can plan yes it may not be your fault agreed but give us some headroom so that we can be able to do our business plans and all that you know they just throw it at us the one that happened before now it used to be maybe 500 naira 300 naira that we are that they were yeah, adding, adding to it, yeah. i mean you can bear those costs for every for every 1000 naira they put in bread it shares out between 20 to 25 naira from your margin Mm. on only one pack size you, you understand yeah. me so imagine they put I mean, two thousand naira maybe 50 60 naira on one pack size has gone the other the same thing at the end of the day you are left in the lodge you are not making profit you are just oh. running you are having all sorts of challenges bakers are having challenges bp problem problem of health wow. you know, and, that, and that's another thing it's, that's it's another thing really but, but let, let's let's look at this now uh with all these challenges, we need sugar, we need uh, meals, we need diesel. Um, you know, in other clients, like you rightly said, people come together and look for solutions to, to problems. They challenge the government and you might find a private sector saying, okay, let's do this. Seeing how important this is to the uh, SME uh, in, in Nigeria... Has there ever been an attempt by, let's say, the bread makers, the textile garment, uh, uh, you know, tailoring association, the water producer association, say, let's come together, pool resources, let's fund the research at the, you know, um, electrical or whatever engineering department of LASU. What kind of solution can we get from the local raw materials which can help us with electricity or in sugar area or in any other area? Has there ever been any such attempt let's go to you mr masoya thank you very much one more time i would say that uh, we've been trying our best to ensure that there's solution to every problem in the textile industry but to be truthful enough we have the uh, employers association we have the senior staff association and we have the junior staff also we've all combined resources together to ensure that we move forward as an association, we've re- written letter to the CBN, to BOI, and the likes to ensure that there's a solution to this problem. But what we see is that once these uh, letters have been, have, they've gone through it, they've released maybe the funds, there's no proper monitoring. Hmm. There is no proper monitoring to ensure that what the funds are being meant for is being, being applied, utilized. Yeah. So everything now goes back to government. Because there is no proper monitoring. And even before these funds are being released, yes. don't be surprised. 
there is, there's a cutback that okay before we release this fund this is what we also need to get mm. oh so okay. with that <laughs> what's the actual amount in which you want to use for that project you has know. already been cut or cut wow. short all right let, let, let's look at this the bread issue uh we have the normal wheat the flour but there are so many other kind of flour you know we could use sorghum flour we could use soya bean we could use cassava okay i was even telling somebody that the same thing where we get amala we could use the flour from that source it would just be black but <laughs> what alternatives do we have to make us in other in, in america for example people are going through similar inflation stuff but their their reason is different from ours uh-huh. ours is purely mismanagement lack of preparedness lack of infrastructure poor uh, fiscal um uh, diligence and all, all those things yeah so but so it's not like they're the same ours are completely different so have you looked for a way to tighten and look for alternatives that nigerians can get used to for example the cassava bread that was done years ago um, well, you know, um, as an association, it's not in our place really to do research. That's the truth because we don't even have the funds. Mm. What we do is that we partner with the federal government. There are agencies of government that are meant to do that in the science and technology. There's mm. a FIRO in, a, in, yes, a, in a, the Shodi. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've had the cassava initiative in the last administration. Yes. We, we, we produce, we make our, our bakeries open, open for trials. And we go for the um, for the simulations and for whatever whenever they call us to make our own input okay. for the cassava. To be very honest, you can never do without wheat when you want to talk about bread anywhere, whether sorghum or anything. Oh, really? Yeah, you, you still must, need wheat? Yes, you still need wheat. You know, wheat must be the bulk. Like in the cassava bread initiative, when we do it, you cannot do more than ten percent. For instance, you want to do a hundred percent, ninety percent of the bulking must still come from the wheat flour because there's what we call the gluten. The gluten, the binding force, mm, it is the gluten mm. that binds. You know, those other, the cassava does not have it. And the cassava is very rancid. It's, it stinks. You understand? Mm. If you don't treat it very yeah. well, it's rancid, yeah. it's acidic. When you put it, it tastes like ogoro. Mm. You understand? Mm. So, if you do more than 10% of cassava, you are in problem because that bread will not have gluten in it. Yeah. Again, it will not kick in the oven. And then we came up with, they came up with uh, the... We, last year, we went for a training in Oshudi. I was there as the president of Premium Bread Makers Association of okay. Nigeria. They introduced what we call the um, potato puree. Okay. Mm. Now, we, we started, we went for the training. They came to our bakeries for, um, for test runs and all that. that. After the whole thing, then we said, okay, we found two limitations that we told them improve on it. The, the thing was having moist. It's yeah. a puree. That means you must, inv- you must invest in... Uh, in um, in uh, in storage, okay, you understand. So if okay. you make it probably okay. better, by the time they finish, yes, it came out very well. It came out very well. You do like maybe up to fifteen percent, twenty percent of okay. the puree, uh, and it will give us some uh, good product. But it doesn't have the gluten in it too. Mm. But at the end of the day, what is the problem? When we now ask them, okay, come and supply us now, it became a problem. When we now say, come and supply, like the one we use, let's now, try us, it. Yeah, uh, give us maybe like uh, five hundred kg or 1,000 or 2,000. It becomes a problem. They don't even have capacity. They don't have enough growers in the country, in country to right. be able to make it's, this it's... readily available. So, you know, at the end of the day, we still fall back on the, um, uh, on the, on the wheat. So, we must begin to interrogate the, the um, uh, sugar refiners mm. and the millers. You journalists, it's on you Nigerians to begin to do that because as it is now, we are not a charitable organization. As I'm talking with you now, we have to make in the, next, in, in the next few days, bread is going up again. 
Because if we don't do that, we are busting. If we don't do that, we are out of business. Of course, we are not a charitable organization. We understand you need to make money. Nigerians and, are yeah. going to win. No, not, we are not even talking of making money. We are just talking of floating, existing. Run your overhead, pay for your materials. Let me tell you this. Before now, we we're buying maybe um, a trailer um, a load of flour that contains a trailer load of flour that contains um, um, 600 bags for maybe with 5.4 million, 7 million, or about. Okay. Today it's going for about 20 million. What? And let me. By the time you finish, if you buy one one trailer, by the time you finish, by the time you want to restock again, you are getting money for only 450 bags. You have a shortfall of 150, meaning mm -hmm. that your working capital is being eroded without knowing yeah, it. No. And you are getting the money to recapitalize. It, so uh, we are uh, business to make it, to be profitable. This conversation will need to continue. We need to look at it, the alternatives, what government is saying. But one thing is sure, that government needs to come down to us. We the people will complain about not getting the kind of feedback we want from government and uh, from you because bread is expensive however we also need to make that noise collectively to let government know that we need you or uh we need government input in this uh we'll say a very big thank you to my guest this morning uh comrade olusoya mosoya national Organizing secretary of the nigerian textile garment and tailoring association and uh um, engineer honora emmanuel the engineer that is into bread baking and uh the national president of premium bread maker association of nigeria and uh, mr egberi odiri maxin unfortunately he's dropped off the line due to bad network connection he's the national president water producers association of nigeria thank you so much for coming to this thank program you, nigerians please do understand with us um, whenever you see a little adjustment in the price of bread mm. it's not our making we feel for you we want you to have good quality bread, but please know that we are in business to be profitable or just to remain afloat. Afloat, yeah. We thank you very much for your patronage, and we hope that we are continue to give you the, the best of uh, a healthy bread. We hope so too, and be, be very, very um, buoyant. Thank you so much for the time. Do have a great day, listeners. It's time for signals. You'll be hearing some voices that sound similar to that of Adeomi Oshidi, but you hear a lot more about them when they come back to the studio with me at ten o'clock. This is a Saturday Breakfast Show.